said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. <laughs> it's such a blessing when my eyes get to see the sunrise. I'm ready to begin. Another chance to get further away from where I've been, but I never forget. Everything I went through, I appreciate the shit. Because if I had a went and took the ease away, wouldn't be the strong nigga that I am today. Everything that I did, different things I was told, just ended up being food for my soul. Well, your fashion Sunday morning, where you eating at? I'm on 1365, All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 109. Uh, we got C in the building, Gert in the building. Um... Shout out to all of the listeners that are subscribed. If you're not subscribed yet, make sure that you're subscribed on Apple and on Spotify. Make sure that you are leaving your ratings and your comments on Apple. Make sure that you are shopping for your candles and your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. As we mentioned last week, um, the Life Is Our Podcast, Life As I See It podcast candles are up and available now for purchase. So let me go ahead and cue the round of applause for that. Make sure that everybody, uh, you know, go cops that. Um, and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on our Patreon for visual content at patreon.com backslash Life As I See It podcast. Um, before we uh, <clears throat> before we get to the list, I kind of want to start um because I mentioned last week that I was going to um, go to the Dave Chappelle show um, out here in Atlanta. And I went last night and it was super dope. Um, so what it was, was, um, and Gert, you were, you were half right. You weren't all the way off on, on what you were saying. But so, so this is what it was. Um, it was a comedy show. Cause he had openers. Um, he has some white guy. I forget his name. Um, we walked in on Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker was one of the openers. He did a set, and then and niggas was late. Um, what well, too cool to get there on no, time or just running? No, nah, actually, we were there on time, but it was one of those events where you either had to show your vax car or a negative COVID test. So the lines was more backed up than than usual because everybody had to, you know, show their shit. So that add, that added to the traffic and, and, and the backup and all of that. Um, one thing I will say is, you know, Chappelle is famous for making sure that everybody, like, locks their phone away in a little pouch. Now, how it, how it was, it was different than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like you put your phone in a pouch that's like, on the back of a seat or some shit like that. And then it locks automatically. Cause that's how I heard it explained, or at least that's how I interpreted it. What it actually is, is never, before you- I'm never locking my you, phone. Before you get in the building, you don't have a choice. Before you get in the building, they're they're giving you pouches. So you got you got to show your ticket. They sh- you, show, you show them your ticket. They write the shit down, like your section and all of that on a, on a piece of paper or on this little, you know, ticket thing. And then they have these little pouches 
that they actually put your phone in. So you have to put your phone in the pouch even before you get in the building. Like you don't put your phone in the pouch, then you're not gonna see the show. That's just what it is. How you? How, I'm, I'm not understanding. I'm telling you that is a line. As you're going into the building, before you enter in into the doors of the arena, there they have you know pouches. Just before you go into the metal detectors and all of that, and there they have the little pouches that is a little bit wider than your cell phone. You put your phone in the pouch. The shit locks like you know how when you go shopping you know the little white shits that um that are on clothes that you need the little magnet shit to take off before you like buy something at a store you know the little shit i'm mm. talking about that's the type of lock is that's on the shit so you can't unlock this shit unless you want to go use it in the designated area and if you go to the designated area where you can use your phone then they'll have the little magnet shits that are unlock it other than that you carry your shit around, so what's in the pouch is on you, but you can't use it because you don't have access to open the shit. He ain't do that out here. I when he was out here, I had my shit. If he if if it was a no phone event like like this one, then or maybe it wasn't a no phone event like this one because this I've seen Chappelle live before, but this is the first time I've seen him where they they've doing that. And um, my man was telling me Kevin Hart did a similar thing too. So I know Chappelle was like the leader in doing this, or at least he was the first person I heard to do this. And I know some other people have followed suit in doing it. But I found that to be interesting. Like, damn, you can't even get in the building without without doing that. But okay, cool. So um, we get in, we walked in on the end of uh, Chris Tucker's set. And, um, and then after that, then Chappelle, no, actually he didn't come out yet. The, the host of the, the whole thing, he presented it and it was like a movie slash documentary. Now, the movie slash documentary was like he said, it was him documenting all of the shows and shit that he did um, in Ohio last year during the pandemic or during the height of the pandemic. Um, but it kind of focused on or it kind of started right after the George Floyd thing, because, you know, 846 is an excerpt of what he was doing around that time. And um, it started a few days after the George Floyd thing. It kind of talks about, you know, so th here's where, Gert, you were a little bit right, because it was kind of, you know, quote unquote, woke shit, because he's talking about, you know, the state of the country, racism, protest, George Floyd, all of those different things. But that was what inspired him to want to do something and kind of give people some joy, some laughter or whatever. And that's what kind of made him want to start doing shows out there. And um. He flew everybody out from Kevin Hart, Chris Rock. Um, on the 4th of July, they had a big show. Um, Tiffany Haddish, Common, Salib, Badu, a um, whole bunch of people, Bill Burr. Um, and it was dope. Um, it it kind of also talked about how, like, the, the zoning commissioner was hating because they was doing all of these shows, niggas in the neighborhood was trying to act like, oh, it's so disruptive, but they had enough testimonies from other people that um, was saying like, nah, this shit is the best shit that's going on right now because the world is fucked up. We need to laugh. So um, it was it was super dope because it kind of gave you a behind the scenes look on how he put everything together, how the comedians were nervous to come out and do shows because they hadn't been on stage in over a year. And, um, you know, it showed their sets and their sets were funny. So that was real dope. And then after after the, the doc slash movie, then Chappelle came out. He did a set for about 
20 minutes or so. He's funny as hell. He's talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse shit. He's talking about um, how, you know, he he not scared of being canceled. So he says some more flagrant shit, um, you know, in Chappelle fashion. Um, and then after his set, then it turned into a fucking concert. He brought out, um, he brought out Usher, um, Jeezy, Monica, uh, T.I., Killer Mike, uh 21 savage uh t-pain he did the the whole like you know usher and t-pain they came out and like made up because you know t-pain said i mean usher said t-pain told him he fucked up r&b music so they kind of like made up on stage and all of that um but it was dope like it was dope it definitely you know he definitely made sure that you got your money's worth um because if you thought you were going there just to see the movie then you probably would have been a little underwhelmed in terms of paying whatever your ticket price was. But I feel like, you know, he made sure that you got your, mon- your money's worth. So um, shout out to Chappelle. They're in, New- they're in New York, the next show. So I'm interested to know who he brings out at the New York show. Um, but shouts to Chappelle, man. Continuously just, you know, uh, being somebody who really don't care and fearless and says whatever the fuck he wants. I think that's important. I think that's important. So shouts out to Chappelle. Um, but, um, aside from that, um, you know, of course this last week we had some unfortunate news, um, in Memphis, um, you have the killing of young Dolph. Um, he was killed outside of a, a, a cookie or bakery shop in Memphis. And, um, you know, it was crazy that that happened. Because on the last pod, we was just talking about Memphis rappers. We was just talking about how we fuck with Dolph and a couple other people from Memphis. And then this news came out. So um, just starting first with you, C, um, when the news about, you know, Dolph happened, uh, you know, what was kind of your reaction to, to everything? I was shocked. I, wasn't, I guess I wasn't expecting that to happen. Um, it was sad. But I was uh, shocked and sad. I guess those are my reactions. Yeah, um, Dolph. You know, Gert, were you you saying you were a fan of Dolph? Or like, yeah. so so I'm like, yeah. I, I'm I'm not fucking you know. Well, you wasn't. Versed, yeah, you were going to the yeah, concert. I like you, him. You know, you like his music. Um, I like Dolph. And what was crazy to me, I don't. But re- respectfully speaking, I don't think that that was shocking. I mean, they've been trying to kill him for a while. They put a hundred rounds into the bulletproof car. They shot him in the middle of a mall in Hollywood. Like they've been trying I'm to kill him for that. a while. It's just still shocking when it actually happens. You don't expect to die. Like right. I'm not walking around <laughs> like I'm ready to die. Yeah, yeah. And I mean like like I said, you know, the, we get it. The get one it. thing the one thing I found super interesting about that was somebody was saying all of these niggas was like on the same label. They they're kinda independent, but they're not fully independent. Who who are you talking about? They said I don't know how true this is. I'm repeating some shit I heard, but Empire. Juice World, yeah, Juice that. World, Dolph, Mo3, mm. all of these niggas that King Von, King Von, really? that just 
like and all Pop of them. Smoke. Was it Pop Smoke too? Was he yeah. on fire? Yeah. yeah. They wow. like all of these niggas who like kind of unsolved mystery deaths. Cause you know the label fucking take out insurance money on you and then they own the rights to your shit and all of that kind of weird shit. So for all of these niggas to be under the same type of situation and they dying, that's a little interesting. That is, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That is, that's pretty wild, actually. That's, that's a little eerie. <laughs> yeah. That's a little eerie. Like that's more than a coincidence. I would, I would think, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's, that's kind of crazy. But, um, the thing about Dolph is, um, you know, it, it kind of, maybe not to the magnitude because I wasn't as big of a fan, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of Nipsey's killing, um, because of the fact that, you know, he was, he was one of them dudes who actually like figured it figured it out on the independent wave and was like on some other shit. Like, yeah, he was a hood nigga. He was street. He was in beef and all of those different things. But like outside of the music, uh, I think he kind of, you know, he figured it out and he was doing his own thing, which to me, I'm going to always salute um, going the independent route and really making a way for yourself, your family, your people around you. So it's just like, damn, you know, another one unfortunately you know what i'm saying another one and then memphis been kind of going crazy since um i think they said some some, some more people got shot at his at his at his vigil or, or at his memorial or some shit like that um they shot near it and then they caught them they they caught them did they catch they, somebody did they they didn't so, catch the people who did who did it to Dolph? the yet? shit was on tape the shit was on tape the Dolph's killing yeah but did, did they catch the people yet or not yet? Or you don't know? I don't know they exactly the if people. they caught them. Somebody is caught related to it. Uh, I, they found I the car. Hear, I heard they found the car. I didn't hear that they caught a person. But I just wanted to touch back on what you said about Nipsey. His killing don't remind me of Nipsey killing. Because um, Nipsey killing was kind of like Nipsey talked to his killer and embarrassed his killer before he got shot. Well, I'm not Dog saying, I'm not saying literally. I, 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 no, I'm not. I'm, but I'm not, I'm saying at all. I'm not saying I, literally. I'm just saying at all. It doesn't remind me of this because just like Gert said, the people that he's been getting shot at for a very long time, <laughs> this person, and, and it's no disrespect because I feel bad for his family. Dolph is riding around in Memphis in a camouflage car. Um, he's coming back for a turkey drive and he is like not protected. And the people who ran up on him, like, cause last time when he went to that same cookie spot, he had like a regular truck, like a regular, I would be handing turkeys out in my bulletproof truck. There would be yeah. no way that I would be that close to that the people knowing that that can happen because they well, came out with an AK. There's no wait. way that you could stop an AK when it's coming at you like that. Even though he tried to return fire, it's just it was unfortunate how it happened but that was like planned to the T. I agree with everything you said except for uh, not except for, but I agree with everything you said but he he had to feel safe 
for him to have a bulletproof truck at the CIAA in North Carolina and not have that shit in Memphis, that tells me that uh, I I don't think the problem came from Memphis. Like, it's, it's people are blaming Gotti and them for it, but I don't I don't know if I believe that. You know what I'm saying? He for him to have that shit in North Carolina, not Memphis, would tell me that he felt comfortable at home. He felt comfortable at home, which would tell me that probably Gotti ain't have nothing to do with it. I'm not it's the same thing. Gotti, I wouldn't say that Gotti had anything to do with it because he's buying soccer teams and stuff, and it would be stupid for him to have something to do with right. that. But I that's what everybody anybody, is trying to allude to. Now, everybody but, is trying but, to say, look at Gotti's post. Uh, did you see what he posted like three hours before? It's, he yeah, posted. Was, I got a question. He was like, I got a question yeah. on Twitter. But this is why in Charlotte, when all of that stuff was happening, I was living in Charlotte at the time, but that was CIAA. So when all of that mm-hmm. stuff was happening in Charlotte, that's when Black Youngston um, got locked up in regards to that 100 shot stuff, if you mm-hmm. recall. It wasn't I, just the just the thing to where it's though like oh okay this just doesn't make sense like why would i why would i travel with a bulletproof car yeah because i'm not in my hood and i know what i'm dealing with (laughs) so you travel with that if you can but in memphis he was riding around like you i I just don't and i mean it's if it's your time it's your time you can't sit there and dissect what's going to happen when you die but just on the safe side, I probably would not drive around in camouflage cars so people know that it's me. Like he went there the week before, he didn't go in his camouflage. He went in a regular Dodge white truck. Yeah, everybody, they said everybody knew the truck or everybody knew his vehicle. Cause he got a hundred, he got hundreds of camouflage vehicles. Not, I don't know if they're hundreds, but I know he has more than four. <laughs> mm. But nonetheless, rest in peace, Dolph. And um, you know, prayers to prayers to his him, family and his, fam- his family. Um, and lighter news, but keeping it music. Um, I wanted to speak about um Ashanti and Irv Kiss Gotti. murder and everything. No, oh. Ashanti and Irv Gotti. So Ashanti, <laughs> Ashanti, um, has come out and said that she's re-recording her debut album, and. Her perspective is she's gonna record the she's gonna re-record the album and then she'll own all of the rights to the music because she didn't own it before. Irv Gotti came out under a post, I think it was on Angie Martinez's page, um, and basically was setting the record straight from his perspective, saying, like, look, I still own all of this music. I produced everything, I executive produced this, I own the masters, like. It's my shit. So um did y'all did y'all see did y'all see this exchange between Gotti and, 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 and Ashanti? I mean I'm not, not Gotti. Well Herb Gotti, yeah. Herb Gotti, yeah. I seen it and it was so funny because my man is from the South, right? So he was like, Did you see Ashanti talking to that Spanish lady on the radio? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I said, oh my God, I failed you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's my responsibility. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's the voice of New York. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, 
that made me laugh because she was like, "Yeah, this random Spanish lady, like nigga, no." She's a lady. No, no, I got. She's a lady. You got some things to go over in your home. <laughs> I know. I have to create a whole flow chart of what's going on. This is sick. I gotta give him a lesson later. You gonna have that. a map pointing to shit? Now, who is this? <laughs> no. You gonna you gonna quiz him? You gonna quiz him? Legend. All right. Ar- Don't the ever best. call her Spanish lady. I felt so hurt, but anyway, um, I feel like Irv, um, I, I just felt like that was just so petty of him. You know, he really is mad that Ashanti is just like still flourishing, kind of, I believe, in a sense. Why would he be um, mad? Because she, he's done several interviews where he says she just left the label, tried to leave the label after they got indicted. She didn't stay down. Okay, about and that. But, on the curb was they used to mess but not only that, not on, but not only that, and trying to be respectfully this podcast. Uh, why? Not, why now? <laughs> because uh, for the Thanksgiving week. <laughs> I know, yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little soft, a little holiday. Yeah. Uh, he he. It would make it, it make me think of the uh, puffy. In one twelve situation, where Puffy made one twelve, and once they left and went somewhere else, they couldn't find success. And if he, you know, picked the beat, picked the song, and all of that shit for her, and then she go get hot someplace else, would make sense. He would feel a kind of way about it. This, um, all right. Well, here's the no, thing. No, that's though. artistry. They grow. But here's the thing, though, right? <laughs> As it pertains to her first album, if he owns everything, then it ain't no reason for him to be, it's no reason for him to be upset. He's still getting paid off all of that music. No, once she re-records it, it's over. No, once she re-records it, people have to listen to the new re-recorded shit and listen to it enough for that to come close to accumulating half of the money that the 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 original album well here's the thing it was social media if you're an ashanti fan if they listen to it at all because i'm sorry to cut you off but a lot of these artists have been re-recording music and it doesn't it doesn't sound nearly (laughs) as good as the originals so it's like i don't even want this version yeah i don't i don't want the version of 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 your new shit i i got it i I get you want to be independent but the old shit sounds better like I don't want to I hear disagree, that. Disagree, but I, 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 I would disagree. All the original sound better, girl. Have you heard any of the re-recorded music that sound better I'm than not, the original? That's not what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to people in their fan bases. So you got loyal, diehard fans to where they don't care how the shit sound. Bullshit? They just want to support the artist. That's bullshit. I I beg to differ. That's bullshit because you don't think none of these re-recorded shits is getting spent. No, Ashanti would be. The, I, I agree with was, Gert a little bit on that though. Niggas you got Ashanti. people who just want to support the artist. They may right. at this point, like they did with Dave Chappelle, how everybody stopped watching that shit when he right. asked them to. You have yeah. real fans that can put you in control of your own destiny at this point, which is why he did that. And so yes. she's trying to do the same thing. And it's not like Ashanti can't still sing. The music probably is going to be manipulated a little bit because we've seen her her impact on verses. So we seen that she could still, you know, bring people to her. No, but Ashanti, Ashanti, no, Ashanti's oh, wait, dope. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. Not only orders, fans. not only that, if she's not getting nothing off of it, 
right? Something is better than nothing. And all she has not to that do she's is not direct getting, traffic. It's not that she's not getting nothing. She's just not getting 100% because no. she doesn't own 100%. Right. But what I'm saying is if she could find a way to hurt the sales, all, all it has to do is hurt the sales of that enough to where he loses leverage in negotiation with it. So if she could re-record it and then fucking say, they have to come to the table and make her better off to buy her shit back. And then she could be able, it, it could be a bunch of reasons why she's doing the shit, yeah. but it could be just to hurt the sales so that she could buy the shit back. I think she might like get, you should be able to I think after she, a while as an artist. Well, after a while. said after 20, 20 years, yeah, after who 20, did that shit recently? After 20 years, um, you're able to, to, to get your shit back. But I'm saying this. Some she'll have some fans that support her no matter what, and they'll listen to it because they want to support her. I don't think long term, though, people are going to choose the newer version over the original I, version. It's, I disagree. It, it's, unless, unless the new version sounds just as good or better. I don't think so. I, do. I think you are a music nigga. And as a music nigga, you would still go with the old shit. But some people are just fans of her. There's some people that tune in to her just because of the way she dressed. Yeah. And if she, she, you, the thing with social media is you have your whole fan base right at your fingertips. So all she got to do is tell her fan base to fucking do some. And if they fuck with her, they will. I, I, I don't see why it would be a bad idea. I don't think so either. I think it's actually a good idea. No, it and, is a good idea. Um, I'm not knocking her I, idea. I, but I, I don't care how it's, how it sounds though, like on her end or whatever, because I mean, I don't think that Ashanti is going to put out music that is going to be, um, that is going to be bad. Yeah, like she ain't gonna put out, I'm, like these older, you you basing it off of older niggas re-recording. Ashanti ain't that old. Well, look, we'll see. I'm a, listen, I'm a fan of Ashanti, so I'm gonna listen to it. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's just as good, all they got to be is decent. If, if it's, it's decent, yeah. I think she could get off whatever. But her features she's that she's been off. doing lately been good too. Ashanti's you know, dope like though, she, so I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her as an artist is not in question for me. Like she's dope. She's been dope. She's gonna continue to be dope. So that's a that's a separate conversation for me. For me, like you said, as a music nigga, I'm interested in how the music sounds, and I will listen to it because I support people that I like. I was one of them niggas who. Back in the day when niggas was, um, you know, when when bootlegs was really a thing, I was the nigga that I would buy your real shit if I really fuck with you and I would bootleg everybody else shit. So I'm always going to support if I fuck with you. So I fuck with Ashanti. I'm going to listen to it. I hope that it's good. If it's, like I said, if it's if it's good, then I'll have at it. I'll, I'll listen to the new shit. If it's not as good, then I'm going to listen to the shit that sounds better to me. <laughs> That's what I just said. You're a music. No, I, I, I agree with you. I said like you said. I said, like, I said that. I said like you said. I'm a music nigga, and that's why my perspective is that way. But nonetheless, shout out to Ashanti for doing it because um, more people should take matters into their own hands. The music industry is fucked up, um, and you know a lot of people who get into those early deals, you know, they may not know what they're signing or they may sign some shit for a sacrifice for a time and have to go through a period of time where they're not eating as much as they maybe should. So um, I'm all for everybody taking but matters into their own hands. I just want to say, too, though, some people, it, 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 
some people be willing to sign their life away. And that that don't get spoke on enough. Well, that's why I just said that. A lot of times you you make that sacrifice early because fuck it. No, no, no. You're saying sacrifice. I'm saying they're okay with the terms and agreement and they're not looking at it as a sacrifice. Some people say Lil Wayne is the perfect example of what I'm speaking to where Lil Wayne said when cash money first left, he is on record saying, I know this nigga's robbing me. I don't care because I'm getting more than I would be getting on my own. Right. So which is, I'm which okay with my, it. But what I'm saying is they may not acknowledge it as a sacrifice. It doesn't not make it a sacrifice because my main point is they're saying, fuck it. They're saying, fuck it. It's not. No, that makes it not a sacrifice. A sacrifice is where you know what's happening. You know you, you, there you are know inadvert- the there, fucking there, terms. So, so you don't think there's a such thing as an inadvertent sacrifice? You didn't realize no. it was a sacrifice? No. A sacrifice is you realizing it and you making the decision with you realizing it. You're sacrificing it. And so you sacri- in chess, you sacrifice pieces for the greater goal. Sacrifice is knowing, but I'm going to still do it anyway. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, but shout- And then, like... With, with just to say with uh fucking Wayne, you get older, you have more responsibilities, and you start looking at things different. Your mindset at 16, 17, 25 is not your mindset at 30, 35. So then you try to backtrack the shit you did. Like it music is the the music business is to prey on young people. Like that's that's just it's, what the it's fuck to prey it is. on young people, and ultimately it's to prey on people who don't know. Because even young people though, they not signing old niggas. It's old niggas is not getting people on people of color and people of poverty too. Poverty, like that I, demographic. No, I think it's old people, young people. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying more so it's people of color and people of poverty because you don't know you don't know the business side of it. Some people don't. Some people. Most people don't. Access. Most people don't. Well, but, because but where, you where, have where? these Disney stars. Let me just explain. You have these young Disney stars who sign contracts who are able to flourish and who don't get in that same, you know, instance as a musical entertainer would or a young rapper would. Like Nick Cannon contract when he signed with Nickelodeon or somebody. Will you use people like that or Keenan Hell or somebody like that? TV. They're not in the same. TV different than music, though. Um, not in all aspects. When it comes to a contract, I think it is. You you never hear TV niggas talking about they got beat out of money. You never hear actors saying, "Yo, this nigga robbed me. I want the rights yes, you back." Do. You, the- you hear actors saying that they took the short and they were supposed to get like a back end and they didn't. Like Taraji P Henson was just talking about how she got j- gypped um, out of her. Like she didn't make a lot of money for Benjamin Buttons. And that was one of her like leading roles. I'm just saying. Um, John Witherspoon was on record saying that a lot of people, including himself, didn't get paid a lot for Friday. And a lot yeah, of- that's because the budget was 20,000. Friday <laughs> flopped. Who the fuck was supposed to get paid off of Friday It flopped? <laughs> it became a hood classic after the fact. Friday got his recognition after the fact. It didn't do shit in real time. I don't know. All of them shits. 
Uh, all of them boys in the hood. Minnesota. Nah, boy, boys in the hood did good. Boys in the hood. Did a good. lot of them shits did bad. Uh, boys in the hood wasn't one of them though. Yeah. yeah, boys in the hood wasn't one of them though. That was that was major. I'm just saying. I I, I bet it did a whole lot better after the fact. No, boys in the hood was major though. Like during the fact, like when the and shit came after out. After it did better. I'd be willing to bet after the fact it did better. All right. Well, some things appreciate, you know, with time. I mean, that that doesn't take That's, away from how good it did at the time. Because that it, I'm saying it wasn't a flop. I'm just pushing back I got on the you, flop. But thing. I'm just saying, I, okay. But my point still is a lot of these shits that niggas, movie niggas don't be getting raped. Music niggas be getting raped. And fucking, uh, I didn't know Taraji P. I, didn't, I don't even know that movie. That's recent or that's like years ago? It's from like years ago. That was like her, like a crossover role for her because she played alongside of um, Brad Pitt, Benjamin Buttons. You know, like when the nigga was getting younger and younger instead of getting older. It was the reverse. Gotcha. Oh, she was oh, in Was she that? like a doctor or something? Yeah, she was in that. Mm. You seen that movie, Jerry? Nah, I wanted to, but I never oh, did. I was about to say, if you see it and she, and you ain't know she was in it, then she shouldn't have got big. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't know. If she you would have said you seen it, I would have been like, nah, she wasn't supposed to get paid then. <laughs> right, because we know Taraji. Like to not know Taraji is crazy. I or not um, recognize her in the movie is crazy. She was telling me she was getting, uh, well, she was telling me, I'm lying. I meant to say, I heard her saying, uh, person of interest. That's where I really started paying attention. That's recent, to her. right? That movie? Uh, before Empire. It wasn't a movie, it was a uh, show on TV. It was a dope show while she was in it, and then it got trashed after her. Mm. But she was saying that they uh, pigeonholed her in that. They wouldn't let her really get busy. That's why she went to Empire. Mm work yeah well yeah. that's all shout out to taraji p yeah shout out to her i mean she's dope she's she's one of those ones um now talking you know more weekend news um boxing over the weekend we had the sean porter and terrence crawford fight um i had crawford going into it see you had crawford going into it you had Everybody, Sean Porter going into Crawford, it. Crawford was the favorite. Everybody, he was supposed to win that fight. He's but the, but he's you the said you had Porter, so explain yourself. Yes. I, <laughs> I wanted to see how Crawford fought somebody who could fight. Prior to Sean Porter, he hasn't fought anybody good at 147. This is the first time he was fighting a worthy opponent at 147, and he he impressed me. Um, I, I have to say he impressed me. I knew Crawford. He, he's he's on the he, he's arguably the best boxer right out right. I was about it, to say it's a no it's a no brainer. He's like at the top of the pound for pound list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still he hasn't. This was the first time he fought somebody at one forty seven. So now so, uh, so now right. Um, He'd have to move up, but we go on Spence next. No, he's not moving up. He's still at 147. I know. I'm saying, isn't Spence 154? No, Spence is 147 too. Oh, okay. So why were they saying they, they would they would make a mention of 154? Why? Because he is having a difficult time getting the Spence fight. 
so you have two different boxing networks. You got PBC and then you got the top rank. So, and that's another thing with Crawford. Crawford doesn't generate that much money. Spence generates a whole lot of money. Spence is like the top, maybe he's in the top five, definitely of draws. Right. So if I, if every one of my fights I'm doing, let's just say 20,000 in attendance, right. For me to fight you and for me to give you the amount of money you think you're supposed to get, you need to be bringing X amount of people yourself. Mm -hmm. So Crawford, um, doesn't he just he's not that big of a draw he's a amazing talent but he's not that big of a draw so what he's probably going to do is sign with pbc so that the fight is in-house and it's easier to make so that the promoters it's easier to bust the bag down when niggas is right there in front of you rather than like for spence and crawford to fight top rank and pbc have to negotiate. That's the uh, promotion company. Then you got to think about the channel. Crawford fights on ESPN. Spence fights on Showtime. Who's going to get that fight? Then that's the promotion. That's the network. Then you got to talk about they bad. Uh, let's just say Crawford got five million to fight Sean Porter. Or he's he's going to want more money than that. All of this money, where the fuck is all of this money coming from? You understand? It, it, it's business more so than fucking talent. So at best, I don't see Spence and Crawford fighting to maybe this time next year. It'll be late next year if they decide to make that fight. He said 154 because it's like, if I ain't going to fight Spence down here, I might as well go up and wait and make those fights that are easier to make. Mm. Well, I, I I would like to see um You would like to see what? Him and Spence. Spence and uh Yeah. I don't I don't uh I think the accident kind of fucked up that for me. Um I I don't think Spence is the same Spence from before the accident. Well, so it remains to be seen. Um, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see how that plays out. Um, I think Spence is going to fight you guys probably early next year. And depending on how he looks against you guys, determine if he's going to fight Crawford or not. Were. Um, so switching gears, right? Totally, right? So um, we had a relationship question that to me is, is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but the question is, do you think that women take accountability for their actions and relationships? No. <laughs> um, no. That's simple. Yeah. That was the question. That, that yeah. But I see. Um, I want Judy. That shit. Yeah. That. What? I mean, that's that's. I I would I would go with no. Um, Key, we got Key. Uh, Key just joined us. What What you think? Hell no. Nigga looking around with <laughs> nah. So nah, I'm checking this hold and shit, shit busting right now. Yeah, everybody know that. That nigga whispered, no. <laughs> nigga, you can ask your mother that. She gonna say nope. No, she ain't. No, she ain't. <laughs> but see, what made you ask that question? 
because I was looking at something on um, Instagram and they were talking about women taking accountability. And so I was just like, I think I take accountability. And what percentage of the time? When I'm wrong, which is like almost never because I'm right. Oh, because shit. niggas need to listen to me and yeah. life will go smoother. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm woman enough to say, I am wrong. Like I did this, like this was something that I messed up or whatever. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to say this about you for the thousandth time. I don't know why I keep got to say this, but uh, clearly I do. You don't fucking count. You are not, (laughs) you are. I don't know if I, no, 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 no. I don't know if I agree with that though. Yeah, maybe not. But I'm saying even still, she don't. I think her spouse would say she don't. Hold on, he take accountability. Say, I, I think don't she could take get accountability because he's wrong most of the time. I think hand. you could get that off with us, but with him, you couldn't make that statement the way you just made that statement. Well, I make it when we're talking to each other. And my thing he is, he said this, you could right? get it off with us. No, but we ain't in a relationship him. with you. We're in a friendship relationship, right. but we're not in the in the in a romantic relationship the way that you're talking. So it is the dynamics Wait. are different. The dynamics are different, but the personality traits should not change, right? Because my thing Dude is this. and do is different too. <laughs> but this is the thing. My characteristics aren't changing. If I am, I am human, I'm not always going to be right. There's nothing wrong with saying, I'm sorry, I wasn't right. You were right. I have no problem re- relinquishing that and saying that to him because in certain instances, a lot of like more so than none when it comes to like our home, he's right. Because he knows that stuff. And certain aspects of things, as far as me, like trying to explain things and, and just general life or whatever, I'm probably more well-versed in that. But he has his things where he is knowledgeable and I have to go back and say, you know what? You were right. Well, that's a little bit different because we, we, what you're speaking to is... Um, you you said you had to go back? Yes, I do have to go back and apologize and say, you know what? Like how many months? How many, How many months? months I know, right? You got to think about it. When you realize you was wrong and then you go back and let him know you No, you we could wrong. just be talking like, okay, like in casual conversation or something, we could just be talking about something. And I'd be like, well, this was wrong. I mean, this is what I think. And then he'll say, no, that's not right. And then I'll look it up and then he'll be right. And then I'll be like, all right, my bad. I'm sorry. You were right. You do that three months later, you tell him? I said right there in the action when we looked <laughs> yeah. after, after the After the Google. But look, what you're speaking to, see, is the the you or y'all establishing each other's strengths and saying, okay, you're better at this, so I lean to you for that. You're better at that this, so I lean to you for this. after you take accountability, though, because you don't experience that in while you're just talking to a person. You don't experience that right then and there you start to realize, okay, this dude pretty like knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to relinquish that to him because he Mm -hmm. knows. So I'm willing to take accountability on my end to say, okay, I don't know everything when it comes to this subject. He Mm -hmm. does. So you Mm -hmm. take the lead and you take control in that subject. And I think that's how a relationship should be. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I I think that should be a natural progression and understanding. I mean, if you're going to work together, I think that should be the natural progression is saying, okay, you better at this than me. You take the lead on this. I'm better than I'm better at this than you. I'm gonna take the lead on that. Like I just think that's how a relationship works best, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like anything else, then you probably gonna be constantly clashing for power or this, that, and the third, or a whole bunch of other shit. So when you can acknowledge that these are your strengths, 
versus these are my shrimps and the both of y'all work to each other's shrimps. That's how you stay strong. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, Um, it takes a lot of self-awareness to get there, but you can get there. Self-awareness is key. I'm not so advanced advancing the conversation about self-awareness then or self-awarenessness, because I think that is more of the conversation and we can, you know, we can expand it to just people in general, males and females. Um, how many people walking around do you think are self-aware? You know what I'm saying? Because that's really what it boils down to. You got to be, you got to know who you are to know what you can and can't do or your, your strengths and weaknesses, so on and so forth. Like if you're in denial and you think you just know it all or you just got it, that's where motherfuckers run into a lot of issues and problems. What do you, what do you think about that? Key, I'm gonna ask you, what 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 do you think about uh about that concept of just self-awareness? Do you think people are self-aware or or what? I don't think so. They be too caught up in their bullshit to even stop and think about that shit. So somebody really put them on their ass and tell them about it. More like a learn the hard way type of vibe. Facts. When you're back against the fucking wall. Start thinking about all that crazy shit. Uh, see, do you believe that um, you have a lot of people who are self-aware as opposed to not self-aware? I feel that um, that comes with time. You don't just become self-aware because it took me years to get to, right. I, I think, where I'm at right now, where I can honestly just be like, you know what, play this fuck up. Like, I'm fine with just knowing that I'm not perfect. And a lot of the times, that's why sometimes I don't even speak on stuff half of the time if I don't know what I'm talking about, because a lot of the times you have to just be able to say, you know what, you're not perfect. This is this is okay. You can mess up and you can make mistakes. But being self-aware is something that is a project. It, It takes time and you have to really want that for yourself. It's all about growth and development. And I say it because now I'm raising children. And so I have to be aware of myself because I don't want my child to be like me. I want them to be a better version of me. I don't want her to have a short temperament or mm-hmm. to make the same mistakes that I did. So I have to be more self-aware mm-hmm. of myself just for her image. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it definitely comes with time. I mean, you yeah, you definitely don't come out the womb or or graduate high school and now you <laughs> the most self-aware teenager in America like it don't, it don't work like that you got to go through things you got to you know you you got to go through things and have different experiences but I think the key in that maturation process is being honest about some of the things that are being revealed to you in your journey because a lot of people live in a denial state they don't want to accept it they don't want to believe that this is was really real, you know what I mean, about themselves. Because a lot of times the hardest, the hardest um, criticism to take is the criticism of yourself. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't want that because for, for a multitude of different reasons. So I think it's just about being honest once you do have those experiences and you do get to that that point where you can say, nah, I, you know, this is the way versus that way. Or having somebody that's gonna be honest to you. Cause some niggas would be like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're a lot of yes men. Yeah, I'll tell you about this. Shout shit. out to the team. Yeah. Shout out to the team. That's what I'd be doing. What you mean? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, word. 
Yo, yo, you be you be lying to niggas. You be bad. be like, yo, how, what you think of what you think of word. my song? Nah, that shit was fire, son. That shit was crazy. You said how many grins? Yeah. How many grins? That's fucked up, yeah. yo. That's my bad. I ain't argue with nobody. Bro. See, he know his truth though. <laughs> So but why you say? I mean, why? What you? So you you think, or you take that approach to avoid a potential argument because you think it'll be an argument? No, nah, that's just because it's your art, and you shouldn't be sure. Well, we, I mean, I'm, I'm not just saying. I'm not. I'm not just saying. I'm not just saying music. That was just one example. No, but I'm saying art. you said you're not arguing with nobody. So we speaking about telling somebody else. You know, you being that voice for somebody else. Like yo. This is what it is. They may not be able to see it, but you keeping it real with them, like, yo, my nigga, X, Y, Z. Like, you wouldn't do that? Depend what day of the week it is, man. <laughs> Maybe Wednesdays. Anything other than Wednesday? Run it with it. I get it. Mondays are hectic, and I don't man. feel like arguing with you on no Monday. <laughs> That's fucked up. Mondays yeah, are Sunday. Like, you know what I'm I saying? Don't feel like that. Up. No, I get it, because it's like the top of the week, like... Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday is a little bit better. You didn't settle. You got yourself together. I can understand that. And I only got two. I only got two. And then if you want to keep going, I'm going to be like, now, you know what? You was right. I see it now. (laughs) 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 Well, look, on on this topic of um, self-awareness, Joe Rogan had a podcast with a, uh, she's a singer. um, her name is Jewel, and um, I think you know I, the country I singer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I would encourage everybody if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, I mean, because for one, her life is just fucking nuts, crazy. Yeah, her life is wild. Um, what she went through, and you know how she had to persevere through adversity on adversity on adversity. Um to get to where she is today is amazing. But um, it was even more amazing to me in watching the interview, how self-aware she was early and how she made her own system of figuring things out. You know, a lot of times, for example, um, and I'm not shitting on it, but a lot of times people recommend therapy to talk out your issues and problems. Sometimes they say, if you get it out, maybe you can have someone who's objective and not connected to the situation to help you navigate through it and, and, and get through it. She kind of implemented her own self-awareness tactics. Um, she used her own anxieties, recognized it, and was like, okay, I know that, or I noticed that when I start doing this, if I start tapping my foot like this, that means I'm getting anxious about something. So anytime I start tapping my foot like this, let me make sure that I pay attention to that, control my emotions, and you know write it down and then try to you know move on i I just thought it was really really dope because we're talking about somebody who was 15 years old who was coming up with these very complex um methods of of pushing through thinking yeah and and thinking and i mean we're talking about a 15 year old girl when we we just talked about it a few minutes ago adults 30 40 50 years old don't have that that type of awareness so um i think it's very very interesting uh, I think it's really dope. Um, Gert, you saw the interview. What were some of your takeaways from, from that interview? Nah, that was just it. What you just said, how she, her mind, 
where she took her mind to get the stuff that she needed to get um, was dope to me. Yeah. She, um, yeah. That, it, the whole interview was dope, just hearing her talk, how she finessed the record deal. And that's the thing, like, uh, they tried to prey on her, but she figured out uh, another way around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was dope. It made it happen. Made it happen. Um, you know, so. Yeah, she's like a big deal in the country world. That's why I was just like, the country singer? Because well, you said, Jewel, you made it seem like she was some regular chick down yeah. the street. Well, it's Joe she, Rogan. Ain't no regular chick down the street getting on Joe Rogan. <laughs> you got to put some respect on her name. That's Jewel the country. Yeah, she built herself from the ground up, though, like uh, record deal wise. I mean, no, her, her career. Like, she. You know, you hear Joe Button talk about a lot uh, trying to sell something to somebody. Uh, How difficult it is. Yeah, how difficult it is to sell one thing to somebody. And she Mm. sold her music one person at a time, per se. Like, she built a fan base kind of off of one person at a time. You know, Mm. um, and that shit ain't easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, if y'all got some time somewhere down the line or in the near future, um, I definitely would recommend that interview. Um, if you're into that it's kind of watch. stuff, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a dope watch. Um, so now we we were talking about this a few weeks ago with the whole drink champs, with Kanye West being on drink champs, and him having Larry Hoover Jr. on there, and um, that whole conversation he had around Drake, um. It was funny because not too long after we saw him and Jay Prince in a video where it looked like Jay Prince scared the fucking <laughs> he 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 gave him an awful he couldn't refuse. <laughs> it basically made him read a statement basically saying that you know he wanted to squash and end the beef between him and Drake. I think and, it was the other way know, around. I know it don't look that way, and I know people um are not taking it that way. But I think it's the other way around. I think yeah. Did you see that video? Did you see that video? I, I seen Ye reading the statement. I seen that. He looked. Did, it looked was like that a, nervous energy to you. Ah, but that's who that nigga is. Like I. No, 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 no. Where would? Hell no. Where I, I would take, and I'm just saying me personally. I would take Kanye to have the bigger connection to Larry Hoover than Jay Prince. Perhaps. So maybe I would take maybe. Ye to be the driving force of that energy. Then I'm just saying me, then Jay Prince. So when I seen that, I know what the perception of what everybody else may think, but forget who this nigga is. Like Kanye got a lot of fucking money. And mm-hmm. money, you could buy yourself some things. So yeah, yeah, yes. So we yes. talking, but uh, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying because I'm, I'm going off of how it looks, right? At the end of the day, none that's of that's what I'm know, going off right? of how it looks. It, it looks. It don't look like it don't look like Ye was in the driver's seat of that. It looked like he had a he had a conversation with somebody who he respects, N.J. Prince, and um, he basically J. Prince was basically. It looked like J. Prince told him, look. Y'all niggas stop that shit, cut that shit out. Y'all need to, y'all need to chill with all that shit because y'all ain't gonna do nothing to each other anyway. Let's write this, uh, you know, I'm gonna write this statement, or you make this statement, I'm gonna be right there, and we're gonna nip this shit in the butt. 
I don't get that from that. I know uh, okay. it, 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 people's and people's perception of what J Prince is. I think uh, you would want to read it that way. It's not what I read though, and I'm just saying me personally. Okay. Um, see, did you see that video where Kanye West was was talking um, with J Prince in the background? You know I watched it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know I'm not doing it. It was seven but seconds. Like I will, what? <laughs> I will say this. I, I don't I don't watch Kanye, but I will say this. Um, he's canceled for life. He's not yes, he's he not canceled. He's, canceled he's just life. not my he's not my cup of tea. And um I avoid that energy. But I don't know how this concert is gonna help that nigga daddy get out of jail. Because um, if BMF is not helping Meech get out of jail, how the hell is this supposed to help Larry Hoover get out of jail? BMF. Like, I don't see me. BMF is uh, <laughs> a connection and how a concert is going to impact the judge and the judiciary system. Like, okay, <laughs> let's get this dig out because they're doing a concert. They did a peace treaty. They're doing a whole series about this other man who ain't even got all those bodies that supposedly hit Larry Hoover. And he's still locked up. Larry Hoover is not locked up for bodies, though. Larry Hoover is locked up for influence. They said he was like, too. it's it's the yeah. I heard I heard, I heard he bodies has, too, though, but whatever. Yeah, I'm not saying this. Yeah, I, I I I'm saying what happened was, and I don't know if y'all listened to the drink championship, but they were saying Larry Hoover never. got cold defendants that came home. Right. And that, got this, saying, that was doing what he, yeah. So did Meech. His brother came home and his brother was the reason that they got caught. What I'm just, I'm just saying that usually the head don't get out. Well, the thing is, he's been in there for 40 years, <laughs> 40 plus yeah, years. He tapped out. So it's a lot yeah, of, it's, it, like, that's, that's a little much. Like, I, I mean, what you, the man, the man in his, Late, it's mid, a lot of people mid in jail 70s. for 40 plus years. I, but I know uh, th that. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm saying, let these niggas out. That's what I'm saying. After 40 something years, like, what the fuck? I, like, I, no. I, my thing is, it, it, I, I, that's what I'm saying. That was their well, thoughts. I have a problem. And this is a whole different but it was conversation. What I'm saying from, from, the, from the jump, in my Arguably. opinion. I mean, you could argue. In my, in my, so, in my opinion, right? Um, so, it was a documentary that I saw by um, the nigga uh, Michael Moore. I think that's his name, the dude who did Fahrenheit 9-11. Um, it was a documentary that he did that was called Where to Invade to Next. And they, um, the focus of that documentary was kind of going all over the world, showing how different, um, different countries act from the education system to the prison system, so on and so forth. Forget what country, it was a few of them, but one of the countries, um, they, their jail system is really built on rehabilitation. Um, they have a maximum sent, like you can't do life. I think the most you could do is maybe like 20 years, maybe, maybe 25. But I think the most you could do for anything is like 20 years. They have a real, real programs in there where they're really trying to rehabilitate you. Like their their living quarters are fucking comfortable. It's not like fucking you treated like the scum of the earth. Like they're punishing you for some shit that you did whenever you did it. And they're saying 
the goal, the actual goal, because I know they say it's supposed to be rehabilitation, but the actual goal in this particular country is to try their best to rehabilitate you. My point in saying that is, I I think that, you know, I think that that should be a thing. Like, I don't think that you necessarily have to fucking go to jail for 70 years to learn your lesson. You know what I'm saying? You like, learn your after, lesson within the first hour you did. It only takes an point. hour to learn your lesson. That shit don't. But, but what I, but but what I'm what I'm saying is <laughs> what I'm saying is I feel like human beings take too much. Like they, I no one man should have all that power. That's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, like why the fuck do you get to say you know what? Uh you four like because it's a like business. What, what type of shit is that? Because it's a business. That's why. Well, that is the answer. That is the answer. I'm I'm saying it's fucked up, so, and I'm saying I don't. So you don't think Larry Hoover That's got what I'm saying. too much power? Right now, today. I mean, like, why they, why they why they keep ha- having him locked down like that? Other than his term. No, nah, it's 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 a what they it's think a they think they think that he'll still have the same who's they influence negatively. Who's they that think that I would I would say the system. Because the, the the prison system, no. I would say, business, I, I would say you you market it is, as no, we got is, Larry Hoover business, here, girl. send that nigga here. We we it, it's fucking marketing and promotion. It's when you no, I'm saying it's a fucked up system though. That's all. You're right, but this ain't no. That's it. This ain't no. Uh, we could judge Judy this one. This ain't rocket science. Oh, fucking get his masters back. The fuck? They, they making money off of him being it. That's it. I agree with Jers though about the rehabilitation aspect of it. I get American jailing for at rehabilitation. The same time, well, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, like if you committed, like, not saying that he did this. I'm just saying anybody, a mass murderer or somebody who gets out of jail, who goes through the rehabilitation process or whatever, and then comes out, or and then goes and murders again what do you suggest you do with that person you send their ass back like nigga, nigga. I'm, I'm saying you you can't what do you mean nah if you murder somebody you murder somebody and got you do 30 out years and then murder somebody back you mur- look look if you murder somebody yeah. you do 30 years you get out of jail and then you murder somebody else you take your ass back to fucking jail what are we talking about you committed a crime. So that's like, and then you do 30 more years. But come back out. And then you get back out. No, it's, it's. But, but, I, just keep... but I think that if you get the maximum, <laughs> if you get the maximum sentence on whatever that, that charge is, I'm saying I don't, I don't agree with the maximum that they give out for some of these offenses because some of them are fucking preposterous. Telling a nigga they got to serve oh, I agree. Th- three life sentences is fucking crazy. Yeah, you, might you know what I'm saying? Him. Oh, I agree. That, that's, that's all that I'm saying. Should, but that's the business. The that's what I'm telling you. That's the business the of it. I agree with that. No, girl, everybody's right. The punishment is too too harsh for the crime, and it is business. Like, but you can't, Jerry, you can't cool. say the punishment is too harsh for the crime because let's just say, in my opinion, yeah, the hell I can. Yeah, but <laughs> you don't get to say that unless you're the victim. So, like, if somebody killed one of your family members, right, and they sentenced to multiple life sentence. I can't say, yo, that's too much time. Nigga need to do less time than that. Who the fuck am I but to say the, that? But here, but here's the but thing. But you can here's- also say something on their behalf because there have been times 
where a person has been sentenced and their family member of someone else who they have killed have said, if it was like a little kid or remember, I remember it was like a case um, where I'm from or whatever. And they were just like, I don't want this kid to have to serve life in jail because he was a kid, he made a mistake. So I think that he should be able to, you know, go through the rehabilitation process and be up for parole in a couple of years. And it was basically because of how the kid was raised, how he was just structured and everything. So you can fight on their behalf. No, I get what he's still going That's, that's not what I was saying. That's not what I was saying, see? But, no, they still but, going to and, jail. And I'm, not, control and I'm not saying people don't deserve to go to that's jail for, for crimes that they commit. <laughs> I'm only I'm only saying that the, the business aspect of the it business is aspect why should be taken are, out of it, is what you're trying to say, pretty much. If they, well, they should all, start trying to rehabilitate. When you go to jail, there's no rehabilitation. You, they just pull you right. out of society and try to get and free put you labor in fucking, out of you. Yeah, f- free labor, and they put you in like almost like animal-like circumstances that make you even more Not fucking even, anxious. That ain't, and, and, that ain't even true. They they Jails are becoming... To be caged up? But, but hold on, hold on. To be in a cage... What I'm telling you Behind bars. is jail is becoming more and more hospitable. They're trying to make it as hospitable as possible to get more people in it. They want you to be okay with coming back. How, how fast and how many places are they doing this? <laughs> you most, know what I'm saying? They, most, they, they might be doing this at one jail, yeah, be, two jails, you, but niggas ain't, you would be surprised. niggas ain't doing that shit. I, I would be, cause you would be surprised. <laughs> these niggas don't give a fuck. These niggas don't give a fuck. You think they changing the laws in Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. No. Y'all watch that show on um when they be having a little mole going to jail, trying to find all the drugs and what's going on. Sixty days locked up, like that whole. Oh yeah, sixty days locked in. I like that. Yeah. Niggas is crying and getting there out. Was somebody from our school that worked like, in there. <clears throat> that shit is crazy in there, bro. I, I believe Gert with that hour shit. You gonna gonna learn your lesson that first hour. Yo, they sent the uh, um a correctional officer in there. Yo, he lasted maybe three hours in the in uh what's that? What's that? Oh, intake, intake. He cried, bro. He said, "Y'all, yo, oh, get man. me out of here." Like, yo, shit is real. I'm like, yo. That shit like a third world country, bro. Like, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you you put anybody in that situation, how the fuck you expect them to respond? But if you put them in more of a rehabilitative environment, maybe. And, and I'm not saying this is the end all be all, but if you're claiming, my thing is, call it something different than, or say you're doing something different. Say we throwing you away and we don't give a fuck about you, we're gonna treat you like shit. Don't say we're gonna try to rehabilitate you when it's not that. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't lie about it there. Just say, look. But I think that is in some aspects what they're trying to do for some people. They're not doing that for all. Some people you just can't help. Right. And so they just don't say that for them. They're saying this, the majority, because um, you're not going to always have 100% success rate. Correct. But Correct. for some people, you can say, okay, I went to jail. I got out. And I don't want to go you know, back. I, Exactly. I never want that to happen again. That's with some people, but with majority of the people, some people just like you know. And I don't even want to. I don't. I don't even want to say majority of people either, because I think there's a lot of people who go to jail, don't think the jail is the spot, and will hope to never go back to jail. Now that may not necessarily. So that's like don't get caught um, again. I ain't gonna get caught again. 
either either that or I ain't gonna put myself in position to even be in that position again. Like I know people personally Yo. who, you know what I mean, went to jail, did time, and they like, man, fuck that shit. I'm never going back. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. So y'all think Larry Hoover getting out though from this concert? Uh, depending on how many how many tickets they selling, uh, he might. I don't understand I that shit. It's a it, it's a attempt to put pressure on the system to for it, it's to bring do awareness. You think, this, do you, have, you think this has anything to do with clout from Kanye's point of view? No. Does anybody think this has anything to do with clout from I Kanye's think he point of forced. view? Like. He getting forced though. I just think that this is stupid. Um, I, I don't. That's the only thing that I think that this is. This is stupidity. Um, at its finest, and I, I just don't get the correlation or how it goes. Because what about if he get out? Well, like, got. Fool. But it's a whole like, acting a fool. How? What are you going to do? That's not how you bring light to a situation. Like ah, whatever. Nigga, seventy-five years old. What are you doing? That's a big homie status. It's- Nigga, seventy-five. Hell, got nothing to do with nothing, bro. Shit, if it don't, niggas feel like they almost at the end of the road anyway. So a lot of times, niggas is trying to fucking spend time with family, grandkids, fucking enjoy life, enjoy the rest of the ride. Like, there are some niggas because there's exceptions to every rule. But I'm saying, for the most part, niggas that's that old ain't they ain't got the energy to be on no rah rah shit like that no more. Especially if you did all of that time, (laughs) niggas ain't trying to do that shit. But you're looking at it. Exactly. Nah, I want this nigga to spend the rest of his life in jail for what he did. I ain't saying it's right, wrong, or whatever, but, um, you know, where does that's kind of wrong though? If you're the victim's family, I don't, I don't want you to spend, I don't want you to spend the rest of your life. If I feel like you have grown and you're remorseful and you're sorry and apologetic, I can't physically just be like, I want you to rot and hit. Like that's just horrible. I wouldn't with that for anybody. You wouldn't, and I mean that doesn't mean that other people would wouldn't the same way. But at the same time, though, I think that the whole, the whole, the whole thing is, I don't know. This shit is just. The system is fucked up. I don't know what else to say about it. Like, you know what That's I mean? It's, the it's, it's moral of the story. Yeah. I mean, free Larry Hoover. <laughs> That's the moral I mean, of the story. Is the system work, is fucked but... up. And the system shouldn't have that much say-so. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, so that's all I got on that. But um, I actually, like I mentioned, I had went to the, uh, to the Chappelle show last night. So I actually... Thought I was going to have time, but I didn't get a chance to to catch um, the BMF or part two of of Ghosts. But um, see, did you watch either or both? I did. I just want to say that Fifty is like trying to be like the new Tyler Perry. Fifty is giving <laughs> a lot of people opportunities, and I think that is uh, very good. He's giving pe- uh, people like a um, like a different look. 
in a different way to expand their acting and everything. So I think that's that's nice. I don't I like that. I don't know if I said this on the pod or not, but it always brings me back to an interview that 50 did with Andy Martinez years ago um, when this might have been right at the end of one of the seasons of Power, the original Power, when he had first announced that he was about to do all of these different spinoffs. And I remember Angie saying to him, she was like, yo, like, what are you doing? You trying to take over rap like uh, you trying to take over TV like you did in rap? And he was like, actually, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And this might have been four years ago, something like that. And here we are. We're seeing the evidence of it. He then took over stars. He's not giving niggas no breaks. As soon as one show goes off the finale, he got the premiere of the next one. And he's been doing that for all of his shows. And that's just on stars. And he still got the full life joint on ABC. You know what I'm saying? We, we, nah, that was canceled. Well, I'm saying he did it, though. He did it. Nah, that shit was falling yeah, off. Ain't that, that, nah, that shit, that shit was... That's because they did a COVID episode and it was supposed to be about this nigga life. Like, come on. It started It started going a little while, but it was a good because show. Because they ran out of it story was, to tell. Yo, it was a good after. show. That shit should have been. And then he doing the Snoop show. He, I mean, the Snoop uh, story um, about the, the when he was on murder trial. So y'all gonna uh, watch that? 50? Absolutely. I, li- I listened I to that song the other day. That shit hit hard. Now that I got older, I'm like, yeah, he's talking some shit. Yeah, man. I don't watch everything that Fifty do just because I support you know black men trying to break into another. Like another realm of their life. Like clearly, this is something Why you that he fuck like, with took Kanye the time then? to. Tr- because he's not inventing another realm of his life. He's doing a benefit concert with Drake. That doesn't make sense. She's stuck on that concert. Nobody boy. has explained that to me. <laughs> then <laughs> it's just like his music. I, you just, I just don't, don't like the nigga. See, you dropped the gospel album. Like you like. You like no, 50, that you don't. don't like Kanye. It's, that's it, just say that. It's not that I don't not like Kanye. I like Kanye and I support him for being a billionaire and all that stuff. He does good for his community. I support that. That does not mean that I have to support him like y'all. I don't have to listen to him talk. I can support him from a distance. I'm not wishing on him, praying for his downfall. By you didn't listen to Donda? No. That's a gospel album. <laughs> for what? <laughs> I like my gospel uh, the other way. The Kurt Franklin? <laughs> yes, I like Kurt. I like my gospel that way. Real gospel. I'm good. Yeah, well, we talked about anyway, that. Anyway, I support 50 Cent. <laughs> so, there you go. We got, um, <laughs> we got Wolves in the building. Um, so, let me um, switch it over to you and um, ask you the same thing. Did you... Um, did you get a chance to? Well, I don't even know if you've been actively watching BMF um, or not. But um, so, Wu's, have you been watching and did you see the finale? That's a nice now sight for Lord. I ain't watching. Word. But I, I, he said that word. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Karen, moving true. on. <laughs> no, no. But I, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I watched up to, to the last episode as far as uh, BMF. I haven't seen the Power Book 2. I've been on Dope Sick. You know that, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen Wifey on but, um, it too. That shit is fire, though. As Those far as 50, fire. though, he, 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 he like the Dick Wolf. You heard Dick Wolf of hip hop right now. You know what I'm saying? He bringing all that motherfucking, that glamorous. I, I, I ain't going to say glamorous, but you know, the, the, the street tales that we that we normally would have got at motherfucking that. What's that video spot in Harlem? Used to get them DVDs from? 
You know what I'm saying? The Black Ball <laughs> DVD or some shit. He bringing that shit to like to the Mirror Max. You feel what I'm saying? Like he bringing that shit to the full, <laughs> to the full frontal, frontal area. Pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when the white people get a load of it with popcorn, like, word, this, this guy's 50 is awesome, man. He's a genius. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that. But how y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? What's what's what's, what's the modulation and mo- motivation out there? Um, I mean, hey. you 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 know the vibes. You know the vibes. Yeah, yeah. You know? Niggas, you know, drink some coffee. Let me get energized. You know what I'm saying? I niggas up here sounding like you know what I'm saying. Book library. I mean, they made it all library. Like you know, wisdom, wisdom, <laughs> wisdom. You know the vibes. Word. Shout out to Larry Hoover, man. Buy a ticket. Live Nation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a merch. It's a merch on your way out, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to help him get out. It's going to help him get out of jail. Word. Where all that damn money going? To his friend. To get him out of jail. Well, if that's the case, that's then Ye should, Ye should have enough that's a to big get payment by itself. Well, I mean, he got to team up with Drake. He got to team up with the boy. Yeah, it's like a two for one. It's, it's, it's media coverage. It's awareness, attention on whatever topic they're trying to get attention on. And they're getting money in the process. So a two for one. But they trying to say he brought people together. Like he's a community organizer. And they saying he used people to, he organized people to tear down the community. So what uh, Drake and Kanye are saying is, no, he's bringing people together that had beef. He's stopping fights and feuds, and he's going to help the city of Chicago. Not for none. They need that shit. If he could stop it, hey, give it a chance. Yeah, Chicago politics is a little different. They ain't on. It's no. It's no. It's, it's no. It's no. How you call it? Hierarchy. Yeah. It's no. That yeah. shit like fucking every man for himself. We just going. Rock this. I'm, I'm from this area, so this what I'm repping. But just because he older than me, my OG, I smack the shit out of him too. You know what I'm saying? Whoever, anybody can get it. It's like ABG status. A, a, anybody gets it. They have you know Big Soldier out there. Yeah, you see what Big Soldier. Hey, yo, y'all heard? Right you see they 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 ain't let him come to the Midwest. Y'all know about that? Because of the shit he mm-hmm. said about Dolph. He was gonna be fooled. He was gonna be fooled. That whole tour was wild. gonna be fooled. I'm like, you let Bob do a, a dedication for Dolph. I'm like, shit. <laughs> it could it came, came out harder than that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Prayers to all parties involved. But um uh let me see. What else happened in uh in the world? Thanksgiving coming up. Which I so last year. It was, it was, we were super COVID. Now we a little less COVID. Um, yeah, 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 more open to family gatherings now, or y'all still, y'all still want to stay away from people. What's, what's, what's the vibes out there? Niggas telling me don't pull up because I ain't vaccinated. (laughs) Word. (laughs) Now I heard a lot of that though. You ain't the uh, first person. It's a lot of people who family don't want them to come to Thanksgiving because they not injected. How that, well, how that made you feel, uh, Keith? Alienated. I mean, fuck you, nigga. I'm going to block you, nigga. Blocking niggas? Blocking niggas. You tight right now, bro, You ain't no vax, nigga. You tight. I can't get none of that macaroni, you, none of that. You uh, vax, fools? <laughs> uh, you vax? Vax what? 
You said my back. Yeah, you invited to Thanksgiving? That's now I'm sorry for Lord. No, nah, I ain't invited to no Thanksgiving. I wasn't invited to Thanksgiving when this shit wasn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't want me coming because I go with there for one way. I go motherfucking with my grandma, you know what I'm saying, doing what she do. You know what I'm saying I go step out for a minute, come back with cherry eyes. Niggas looking at me like I'm bugging, man. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking, I'm, I'm living. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in here mad and waiting for football games and shit. I'm smiling. You know what I'm saying? Waiting for the food, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck wrong with y'all? I'm getting threats state from state, like yo, Maryland, Georgia. I'm like, damn, I can't come nowhere. <laughs> damn, they told you you couldn't go. That's crazy. Um, man, you better open your curtains, nigga, and start whipping up, nigga. Fuck. Or your own truth. Oh, your own to det- make your make your house the unvaccinated house. Fuck. Thanks. <laughs> Word. You do the unvaccinated. Take recipe and air fry that shit. I'm unvaccinated party. Yeah. Don't air fry your turkey. I'm an air fry. I'm an air fry the recipe. Like, oh, I got the agree. Watch, watch the violin your shit. How y'all feel about the next day being National Native American Day or whatever they done made that shit out now? Black Friday? Black, 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 Black Friday? Friday no more? Wow, that's Native American Day now. Native Day? Native something. <laughs> I just looked on the calendar. Was trying to look at some shit. Like, oh, shit, look at this, man. They done made the, the, fo- the powers that be made this shit Native American Day on Black Friday. Fuck it. No, damn well, nobody gonna celebrate that shit. Nigga Shaka. Man, I'm just letting you know what it is, man. I ain't here nothing. <laughs> I'm a condone, my brother. I don't condemn or condone. I just live, I just navigate through this shit. You heard? You don't condemn or condone. You just live your own. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That rhyme, I like that one. <laughs> Word. Um, see, see, what about you? You you invited to the to the family vi- uh, uh family dinner function function? I'm the family function. They having it at my house. I'm hosting this year. Okay, okay. Everybody, y'all could come through. <laughs> yeah, if you want to. There's enough people coming. She's she gonna serve me from the window. Here. No, I make that nigga come in a breaking bad suit. (laughs) You give me some comic relief from dealing with the family, and I can't drink this holiday, so I'm a really I can't do no type of nothing, no drugs, no drink. Uh oh, I just gotta be sober. This is like probably the worst thing ever. Yeah, no, I gotta be drunk to play spades, but whatever. Earl Spence agrees with the WBC to make Terrence Crawford fight happen immediately. There it is, breaking news. Oh my god, you heard it first, right here on the Life As I Say It podcast. That to make us like he ain't no pump. It don't no, matter why he's doing. No, it. it's the money. Terrence Crawford probably sold enough tickets for the last fight to where it makes sense with the money. But did y'all disagree with his dad pulling him out though? Because I didn't disagree. Sean Porter. No, he made the right I, I decision. He made the right decision. I no, thought he did no I didn't. I didn't disagree with him stopping the fight. I didn't like what he said about, oh, he didn't train hard enough. Like he could have left that out. He was, nah, because that's what your parents do. Your parents embarrass you everywhere. Well, he, that's He's fucked up. So he mom, was speaking. <laughs> my mom would have done that same shit or that dash But he was thing. speaking t- to the like, 24-7. They had a 24-7 and they had a fight during the 24-7. Uh, Sean Porter and his pops. And he, Sean Porter, wanted to train one way for the fight and his father wanted him to train a different way for the fight. So they ended up going with what Sean Porter wanted instead of what his father wanted. And he said, see, I told you. But 
Crawford, Crawford was about to really start <laughs> fucking him up. So now nah, he was. It was about to get mm-hmm. ugly. It was about to get ugly. Yeah. So he he. No, it was but a good that's topic. the I, I, that's the whole I thing that great. people don't understand about protecting your fighter. When you see, and we mentioned that we talked about that. About. Yeah, we talked about that yeah. right here because that's the first thing that I thought about when he stopped it. I was like, nah, okay. I, I get it. Like I, I would have stopped it too. That was a good stop. It's ain't no sense. In, ain't no sense in seeing him crush nah. him and smash him out. Like yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Was, there ain't no need to get smashed. But he out. gave the other reason at the press conference when he announced his retirement. He was saying that too, which you just said. Like I'm not. That's still my son. Like I gotta walk across this. Like I have to see his wife. I have to see his children. I don't want him to be basically like impaired or. I'm still his dad. I'm I'm here to protect him. Like, and that's just that. So I think at that moment when he got knocked out and he stopped the fight, the dad was mad. <laughs> that's why he and was like, you didn't train the way I wanted you to Sean train. Sean Porter was mad. His frustration would have got the best of him too. You could see he was mad, yeah. frustrated. That was about to knock him even more off his game. And Crawford smelled blood. It was about to get bad. Yeah. It was about to get bad. That was. So and I was like, I thought it was a good stoppage and I hated everybody for saying, oh, that wasn't good. And Earl Spence was like, his dad shouldn't have never stopped the fight. I wouldn't have paid my dad if he stopped the fight. And I'm like, Earl, what are you talking about? You got to relax. Like, I know Earl spelled weird. I ain't never seen Earl spelled that way. It's <laughs> Errol, not Earl. <laughs> Errol is what I call it. Yeah, Errol. <laughs> Errol, Errol. Errol. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just nah. Errol is the younger. Earl is the old. Like <laughs> it's like junior and senior. So, so Errol is yeah. The junior. Yep. Errol is junior. <laughs> Earl is senior. And Earl is a senior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still a nasty old ass name. It's country. I don't know what. <laughs> I still don't think we're gonna get Spencer Crow next though. This nigga here, yo. This nigga never believed. They just. <laughs> Ain't no contract. I that was on the app, but uh, I think Spence is gonna fight. Oh, Spence is gonna fight Ugas next. He's gonna make his narrative be the narrative. I, <laughs> you got what you said. His <laughs> name is the Woo Woo. Hey, hey, Woo, you know about that? <laughs> yeah, y'all niggas don't watch boxing. I can't talk boxing with y'all. Woo, we gonna chop it up about you this way. You, you got. got- you, you God? That's what you say. <laughs> That's his name. Nah, chill. You fighting the saga? His name is you guys. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, it's a bi- he got a belt. It's another belt out there. And that's going to, if Spence can get that other belt, it changes the price for him fighting Crawford. Whichever one of them two can get to that belt first, the amount of money for when they fight each other goes up substantially. All right. Yeah, that, but that's that's business side of it. I'm saying I understand that. I'm just saying like, all right, um, Spence go over there and then get laced. Let's say you get laced, and that ends that ends the combo. Is what I'm saying. Joshua Wilder is, but the window is the money, and that's what happens is you 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 trying to hold off for more money, because if you look, who's the A side with Spence and Crawford? It's Spence. But Crawford, but Crawford is gonna argue he's the A side. So what the fuck am I gonna argue with you for when I could go fight this nigga over here? You argue by yourself. It, it that's mm-hmm. what would be stopping, huh? Right. Yeah, but he probably in that 
he probably made more and he probably would have lost anyway. Right. So if you look at Wilder and Fury, Wilder probably made more losing to Fury than he would have made winning to Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. And if you fight him for the if you fight him for the money, give me the money. These niggas that that is a business for them. That's their job. I get it. Like so. It's uh the nigga Leonard Ellaby was explaining that shit about Tank. He was like, "Yeah, I want to see Tank fight all of these niggas, but all of these niggas don't generate yeah. enough money." They got yeah. So they it, it's a handout. It's, it's basically a, a handout yeah, that yeah. they getting. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? We gonna get these niggas? No, somebody Tank, who Tank gotta come. Tank nowhere. He gotta come to Jersey, man. You know that. Tank gotta come to Jersey. That ain't uh he ain't ready yet. Give him a little bit of time. He ain't ready nah, yet. He ain't ready, but 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 you gonna have to you gonna, gonna have to come to MJ back <laughs> soon, baby. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy right there. Only thing, only thing is Tank got a fucking knockout, dog. Tank got a one hit of quitter. And that's different. Oh, that shit is different, dog. Yeah. That shit, when you can fight and you can knock a yeah. nigga out, like. It's a little different there. And Haney is in the mix with them, too. Haney is in the mix, and Telfimo yeah. Lopez is in that mix, too. They they don't like giving uh, Telfimo that credit, but Telfimo's in that mix with them, too. All right, well, girl, let me ask you this. Does, because, you know, it's not the typical, I ain't going to say typical, but it's not like how it was back in the day. It's one medium for the fight. Now you got all these diseases, apps, and yeah. EPN Plus and all this shit. Like, does that play a part, too, in, like, Absolutely. the variety of certain fighters? Well, it's the business into that brand, right? So, like, the zone and, uh, like, the zone, for example. Nobody's going to fucking get the zone. So now you're limiting the visibility of your fighter. Ain't nothing but th- there's, there's nobody. Canelo probably the only one. But other than that, there's nobody dominating boxing. Like a big tank, tank is uh, in that category yeah. too. But where Mike Tyson had real boxing fans and casual fans and fucking everybody knew Mike Tyson mm-hmm. name in his heyday. Everybody knew Roy Jones. There was no other boxer. It was a one-stop mm-hmm. shot back then, kind of. Um, Floyd Mayweather, one-stop shop. There was nobody. Now you got these other entities to where, you know, I I don't like, let's just look. Uh, Devin Haney is fighting December 4th, and Tank is fighting December 5th. Tank wanted the fall bait, but he didn't want to compete with Haney, so he let Haney have the Saturday, and he put his shit on the Sunday. Yeah, that would have never happened back in the day. Right. That's too close. Right. You got you know two fights. Yeah, that's crazy. That. Two big names, too. <clears throat> yeah. Um, hey, Wolves, while I while I got you on, you know, um both our teams lost yesterday, but um Whoa. y'all lost bad you know, though, but go ahead. Well, no, no, no. I mean our record is better, but you know, who's counting? Yeah, uh, yeah but no we problem. could we you know, we we could we could just settle all of this, right? Because uh-huh. um this Thursday, Thanksgiving game. Word. You got Dallas, you got the Raiders. I uh-huh. still want to call them Oakland. <laughs> um, but um, no, you know, Vegas. I told you they're driving 160 miles an hour. We in Vegas now, nigga. Ain't <laughs> no going back. Niggas is wild. <laughs> um, you know, my pops is a Raider fan. Uh, uh actually, me and the fam, we all we all going out there to the game. We're gonna see it live and direct. <laughs> 
um, firsthand. So, um, you know, I'm just here to tell you, I'm just here to tell you that, um, you know, we can still be friends on Black Friday. It's all good. No, no, no love loss. But uh, we're going to take care of business on Thursday, my brother. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's see what happens after they pass the cranberry sauce around. Let's see what happens. But you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. I think we we we're gonna get Deshaun Jackson up to speed. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't stop Jacobs. You know what I'm saying? Um, and your boy, your boy, what, 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 who the quarterback? I don't even know who the quarterback is for y'all. One week is this nigga, the next week is that nigga. This nigga resting. This week he won't play. I don't know. Nigga, we know Zeke gonna come to play, so that's what we gotta worry about. Uh, CB Lamb, yeah, we cook Lamb. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. We put Lamb on the grill in, in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't really know what y'all got going on over there. I mean, I, I like, I like the kid. What's his name? Uh, uh, uh um, what's my man <laughs> name? Man, the tight end y'all got. I like him. Who Schultz? Yeah, I like Schultz. He he, he hard body like he's running like a like a like a like Schultz a can block type shit. Schultz, Schultz can't block though. Schultz he could catch, but he can't block worth a damn. And that's Y'all what he's trash, huh? Y'all got a trash D. Let's be honest. Pause. Um, we don't not. Nah, yeah, I, 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 I run. I run. <laughs> I run defenses. I run. We got suspect. Our, That's the only chink in the armor right now. Our secondary is straight. We know what our offense do. I like but our run defense is suspect. I like CD. CD solid. If, if, if Prescott can get right and get out his head or whatever, because it seemed like he 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 got a lot ever of since he came. Him. Yeah, ever since he came back, he ain't been the same. Last week he looked good, but that was against the Falcons, so I can't really put too 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 much into that. But um, yeah, it does look like um he hasn't been quite the same since. Yeah, shit, um, we were talking about fights. That shit looked like a fight last year, like Kane beating your ass last night. That that game I saw last night. We're going to be talking <laughs> when they get this tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like you put pressure on them. It's a problem. That's same with Carr, though. As soon as you put a little pressure on Carr, now this nigga want to throw Hail Marys, flurries, all kind of dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Just get a ball to Jacobs and sit back, white boy. Let us do what we do. You know what I'm saying? It's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Talking real slick, real greasy. Sound good, but we're going to see. So uh, yeah, I got Dallas go. in that one. I know C got Dallas. I know Gert got Dallas. So. That's right. That's prime time. The middle game is prime yeah. time. Pause. You know it. You know it. Yeah. Always. But, uh, yeah, that's that's all I have. Um, you know, do remember <laughs> DJ Clue voice. Yo, um, the, what's up? What's up? Yo, y'all, y'all bust down a LeBron joint that happened? No, we didn't. Yeah, it was a lot of pump yeah, thinking. that was wild. It was a lot of pump thinking. They about to, they about to put this nigga all. He about to be bitter than Pelican Bay. Nigga tried to fight LeBron. Yo, he's you don't he get to try to fight LeBron him. in the league. Backslapped him crazy. LeBron, yeah, LeBron, out. you can't. Not LeBron 100%. did that on purpose. That was a 100%. hand and an elbow. He like, looked at him. <laughs> And and he kind of flint. If you look at it, he kind of thought the the get back was coming right away. So he kind of tinched up and jumped a little bit for the punch to come back. Ron did that on purpose. Yeah, he yeah, backed away. With, um, with Westbrook, though, nigga looked like the Celtic logo. That nigga that said, <laughs> with his hands up. That's the shit I call. Like, oh, nigga. look at got Westbrook. Oh, that nigga squared nigga, up like two miles away. He nigga said up. he looked like the fighting Irish. Nigga said... <laughs> 
It's always interesting to see the That's niggas funny. who you know really don't want no smoke though. Like niggas be over there, but they be holding they, oh, they yeah. be holding themselves back. Be they be holding themselves back. Like they they like act like they. But you'll never see. You know what's funny? You'll never see an NBA nigga throw a punch. These niggas never throw punches. What about that time? Oh, no. I'll never forget one. No, they don't. When Chris Child left some two piece in a biscuit on Kobe ass. Yeah, a lot of. That like, was I'm like say, ninety. Niggas, that was ninety. That nigga left all on there. You hear me? <laughs> that was. You was yeah, Pat Kennedy Fry that was in the nineties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melo threw a little sneaky Mello, punch uh, in mean, Mello. Shaq got stole on. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was y'all talking the nineties. I'm talking no, know, after I'm the nineties. Yeah, today these no, niggas today, don't throw no. punches. Today, you think no. if you think he would have yeah, got through, he would have got active? I think after the nineties, only Shaq. Nah, was fuck no. He didn't nah, run into him. Honestly, Everybody, because he could have got to him. Because he, because niggas wasn't holding him back. Like he, when he broke away, he was away. You, so no, if but, he really wanted to get to him, he could have got to him. LeBron got too much Bruh, control. When he got hit, he was in front of LeBron, and then he want hype up when everybody start grabbing on him. I'm like, that's some bitch, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. I'm bleeding. You can't yeah, throw it, no punch, but you can't throw I mean, a punch. You, you, get, so. you get in trouble, but you can throw a punch. <laughs> you throwing a punch? I to know. If you got hit in I the eye, know. your shit leaking like that? His shit I'm, was leaking. I'm, I'm saying if that league. was you. If that he was in the league. Exactly. Nigga, 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 I'm saying, saying hold on, girl, I'm asking you. If you, if you yeah. are him and you get hit the way that he did, are you swinging on a nigga? I don't know. Fuck yeah, I'm paying the fine. I don't know. Uh, them, it ain't just the fine, though. Your career is fuck. over. Nah, your career is not just over, a, bro. Nah, it ain't. his career ain't over. Yo, he busted Yo, his dog, shit wide open. Who the fuck threw a punch? You tell me, show me since fucking 2000s who threw a punch at somebody in the NBA. It's only maybe maybe the Chris Paul yeah. and Rondo shit. The nigga, you can't. Your career is over after that. I'm going to go with Shaq. I think Shaq played overseas, bro. 2000. Shaq had to throw a couple. And what year? Nah, dog. That was the 90s Shaq Mike was fighting Miller? with niggas. Didn't Mike Miller throw hands? Nah, he was with the Lakers. He was with the Lakers. Yeah. They wanted what? That was, that was, because they won what? 99, 2000, and, and what? 02, some shit like that. One of them, one of them 2000 years, I think, was the year that um he got into the fight. But whatever. It was a long time ago was the point. It was a long time ago. Yeah, nah. So, yeah. It's been a while since we had a good, nice fight. In the NBA, yeah. it it was just funny to me that it was Detroit again. <laughs> Word, the irony, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, damn, these niggas always in some shit. Word. Who Jordan? Then Jordan fight somebody. I remember Jordan put like his whole palm in somebody's face. I forgot. Jordan was something, nigga. Jordan was playing his own team. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about like Jordan was That nigga had like I remember up. him having like somebody whole. Palm in his face, then about take his Jordan, eyes you, out. You, you miss a shot when Jordan <laughs> passed you the ball. He might, he might, he might not even close this. He might smack you. That's worse. <laughs> a grown like, man smacking you is crazy, yo. <laughs> <laughs> a grown man smacking you upside your head is crazy, yo. Bro, I'm gonna look that up when we get out of here. That nigga had his whole palm and some like grill, like you know how it was harder than a mush. That mush was like 
Like it was a started off as a mush, but then it stuck there. <laughs> that he was trying to grab his eye. Like that was like it was wild. Word, word. Um, Jordan was wild. But yeah, um, we uh we gonna get out of here. But I definitely want to, you know, remind everybody to make sure that y'all shot for that life as I see it podcast candle. It smells marvelous. Just in time for the holidays. Um, you know what I'm saying? They burn forever. Shouts to see. Shouts to see on these candles, man. Forever, ever. <laughs> Shout out to you, see, because these candles is the shit. Like, and I keep telling you, like, that ain't just because you the homie. Like, they really official, they really legit. So to anybody out there who hasn't gotten your candles or your smell goods, you know, you got your uh your sprays, your reed diffusers, um, you got your oh, car perfume. So trying to get the diffusers. Were, were. Make sure that y'all um y'all go to Lux Collection LLC right now. Um, go ahead and get your candle while supplies last. And um Make sure that everybody out there is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. I don't fuck with these niggas cause they shady. These bitches, they just wanna have my baby. Born in the 80s, crack baby. Mama, she was in the street, so guess who raised me? You motherfucking right, couldn't get it from my mama, so I got it off the block. Been working my whole life, but I ain't never punched the clock. Nine years old, I seen a nigga get shot. Damn. Niggas quick to run they mouth when they get jammed. Pussy ass nigga, tell it on his own fam. Same nigga that you break your neck for yeah. Be the same nigga that cross you out and wet you up Supposed to be chasing money, but you chasing bitches Real bosses don't talk, we just sit back and listen Stack that paper up and then make boss moves She like to argue, so I sent that bitch to law school your dog, no matter what. Preach. Same bitch decline, she love you, she'll set you up. Preach. Out here in these streets, it ain't no such thing as love. Preach. The only thing I trust is this pill stand in these slugs. Preach. Real nigga shit, only when I do speak. If that nigga don't work, he'll fucking leech. Preach. I ain't got shit. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.